Welcome back to our series on the doctrine of salvation. You know, the doctrine of salvation is explained to us in the scriptures in many different ways, using many different words, and it's truly a very rich teaching and a very clear teaching when we take in the proper perspective of all of what God says about our salvation. This is the ninth episode in our series on salvation. We have explained to you words like regeneration. We've talked about imputation. We spent three weeks talking about justification. We talked about redemption. We talked about preservation. And today we're going to we're going to talk about another word that I think people are often confused about, and that's the word sanctification. Probably the two most misunderstood parts of, of salvation as it's presented in the Bible is justification and sanctification. And that's why we took three weeks to try to explain to you justification, and that's why we're going to take two weeks today and the next episode to talk to you about what is sanctification and what is God's intention in this idea of sanctification. Now, let me encourage you, if you have not already watched our previous episodes on this series, you can go to our YouTube channel, Fundamental Hour YouTube and uh, you'll find the other preceding episodes to this one. I would encourage you to go there and be helped. So let's get into sanctification. Uh, we're going to begin with defining the word. What does it mean to sanctify something or to be sanctified? Or what is this process of sanctification? And then we'll, we'll get into some, some verses on sanctification in a few minutes. But to be sanctified can have a few different meanings. They all technically mean the same thing, but they have a little different understanding depending on how you use the word. But to be sanctified can mean to be cleansed, okay? So if you're dirty, let's say you, you've worked all day and you are dirty and you need a bath, okay? When you take a bath and you clean yourself, that's a form of sanctification. That's, it's a cleansing, okay? Making clean that which was dirty. It also means to be, to be, to be made holy, okay? Or to be pure. And the idea of a holy or pure is also the idea of something being cleansed, okay? It also means the idea of setting something apart for a specific purpose, okay? So if I say, um, let's take a pen. Now, I don't have a pen with me today, but let's say I have a pen that I use every day for anything okay it's just a pen but I have a special pen and this special pen I only use it 
to sign legal documents. That's the only use I have for that pen. And I keep it in a special place for a special purpose. That is sanctification. I have set the pen apart and I've set it apart for a specific reason. I'm using this pen for this reason only and I'm putting it in a special place so that I don't use it for anything else. That's a form of sanctification. To set something apart. And that's what you're doing when you cleanse something. When you bathe yourself. Or if you take dirty water and you boil it and you strain it to get the impurities out. You are setting that which is desirable apart from that which is undesirable. You're you're differentiating, you're, you're bringing a divide between two things, that which is desired and that which is not desired. That is sanctification. If you, make, if, you make, if you live, if you want to live a life that is holy, then you're saying, I don't want to live a life of sin. I want to live a life dedicated to God, and so I want to sanctify myself unto godly living. These are all examples and ways in which the word sanctify or sanctified is used or sanctification. As it relates to our salvation, when a person is saved, they are made clean in the sight of God. They are made holy in God's sight. They are set apart for a place called heaven. They are given an inheritance in heaven. How is this person sanctified? Well, let's look at some verses. The Bible says in Acts chapter 26 and verse 18, it says to open their eyes and to turn them from darkness to light and from the power of Satan unto God, that they may receive forgiveness of sins, and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. This is Jesus talking. And he's saying that if you want to be sanctified, if you want to go from darkness to light, if you want to have forgiveness of sin, if you want to have an inheritance among them, that are sanctified, then you get that by faith in Him, by faith in Jesus Christ. This is how we get sanctified. Through Jesus Christ, by faith in Him. You see, we are sinful. We commit sin. That sin is unholy. That sin is dirty. The Bible says, for the wages of sin is death. The result of our sin is to die and go to hell. And we must be sanctified in order to go to heaven. And so what sanctification does is that when we believe on Jesus Christ, we put our faith in Him, then God makes us clean. His blood cleanses us from all unrighteousness. His blood covers our sin. So that in the sight of God, we are righteous and we are holy and we are able to be counted amongst the redeemed, not because we cleansed ourselves, but because God 
through his sacrifice, has cleansed us by our faith in him. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 2, it says, Unto the church of God which is at Corinth, to them that are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints, with all that in every place call upon the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, both theirs and ours. Our sanctification here is in Christ Jesus. So again, we see that sanctification comes as a result of being in Christ Jesus. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 11 says, And such were some of you, but ye are washed, but ye are sanctified, but ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. You're sanctified and justified in the name of the Lord Jesus, by the Spirit of God. If you remember when we taught you about regeneration, regeneration is the idea of being born again. The Bible says we're born of the Spirit. When we talked about preservation, preservation is the idea of being sealed and kept until the day of redemption. And we saw that what seals our inheritance is the Holy Spirit of God. So we're preserved by the Spirit of God. We're born by the Spirit of God. And here we're sanctified by the Spirit of God when we put our faith in Jesus Christ. We are made clean and fit for heaven by the Spirit of God when we put faith in Jesus Christ. Now in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, God is not talking to a group of people who are living an exemplary life. They're not living a life that's a perfect testimony to the Lord Jesus Christ. In contrary to that, they are actually described throughout the first five chapters of Corinthians as being a people who have strife and divisions amongst themselves. And many other sins that the Bible talks about in those first few five, first five chapters of Corinthians that doesn't describe these believers in a positive way. And yet, God says about them that they are no longer counted amongst the ungodly, amongst the unsanctified, but amongst the clean because they have been justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Hallelujah. We have a great salvation. In Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 10, the Bible says, By the which, we, by the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. How are we sanctified? How are we made clean? How are we made holy? Are we made holy through our own righteousness? If it were true that we were deemed to be clean in the sight of God because of our own righteous deeds, then there would be no need for the death of Jesus Christ. There would be no need for the offering of the blood of our Savior that redeems us from the penalty of sin 
if we had already been clean through our righteous deeds. But the fact that we are judged to be sinful because of our corrupt deeds, we have need of cleansing, which we cannot do because we cannot change our past. We cannot change our evil deeds. We have need of being sanctified and cleansed. And the Bible says here in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 10, that that sanctification was through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. I praise God today that the deed has been done. The cleansing for my sin has been done through Jesus Christ. I only have to have faith in Him. The Bible says in Revelation chapter 1 and verse number 5, And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, and the first begotten of the dead, and the prince of the kings of the earth, unto Him that loved us and washed us from our sins in His own blood. Do you need any clearer verse than that one on how we are sanctified to go to heaven? How we are made clean in the sight of God that we might be given eternal life. That we might receive the promise of an inheritance in heaven from a holy God. It's right here in this verse. It says that he loved us, God loves you. I don't care what you've done. I don't care what sins you're guilty of. If you still have a heart that's beating blood through your veins and you still are breathing and you can hear my voice, then God wants you to understand that He loves you. And He died for you on the cross of Calvary so that He could wash you and make you clean. Wash you from what? Well, the verse says here in Revelation 1.5, and washed us from our sins. The blood of Jesus cleanses us from all unrighteousness. It cleanses us from sin. God alone has the power to do that. You and your own acts and deeds, you will just commit more sin. But God has offered Himself as a lamb slain before the foundations of the earth and shed His precious blood that we might be redeemed and that we might be made clean, sanctified in the name of Jesus Christ, made holy and clean because of His great love wherewith He loved us and gave Himself for us. Not by our own works of righteousness. The Bible says in Titus chapter 3 and verse 5, we looked at this verse when we talked about regeneration. The Bible says, Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to His mercy He saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Ghost. Again, 
we see that we need to be cleansed. That we cannot do it ourselves. This verse says it's not by the works of righteousness which we have done. But it's according to the mercy of God. And that it's by the washing of regeneration. It is God that sets us apart, who cleanses us and sets us apart for eternal life and renewing of the Holy Ghost. It is through the born-again process whereby the Spirit of God births us into the family of God that we are made clean, that we are considered sanctified and holy and fit for God's kingdom. We are washed and made clean in God's sight by His Spirit when we trust in Him, not in our own righteousness. God has several different ways in the Bible that He refers to our condition as believers in Jesus Christ. We learned about regeneration. We learned about justification. We learned about imputation. We learned about preservation. We learned about redemption. And now, today, we've begun discussing sanctification. And God's Word is so clear that in all these processes, in all these ways of describing salvation, and that's what they all are. They're all different ways of describing what happens when we believe in Jesus Christ. It is very clear in all these processes that we have to trust Jesus for these things to happen. And that it is the Spirit of God who does the work, not us. Have you trusted Him? Have you trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior? Or are you still trusting in your church to save you? Are you still trusting in your good works to save you? That's not going to save you. That'll take you straight to hell. There'll be a lot of people who go to hell one day who said that they believed in Jesus. But the truth is, what they believed in was not Jesus. It was in what they did for Jesus. But we will not get to heaven because of what we do for Jesus. We'll get to heaven because of what the Spirit of God does to us because we believe in Jesus. And what we need to believe about Jesus is that He was God in the flesh. He was born of a virgin. He did live a sinless life. He did go to a cross and suffer and die and shed His blood. And He was raised three days later. And He did ascend into heaven and offer His blood is the price for our sin that we might be saved. And all we have to do is believe that. Stop trusting in your works. Stop trusting in your church. Stop trusting in some other religion. Put your faith in Jesus Christ. It is by faith through God's Spirit that we're made clean and set apart for heaven. We're going to talk next week about a second type of sanctification. The sanctification we talked about today was being set apart, being made clean so we can go to heaven. There's another type of sanctification in the Scriptures. 
And it has to do with the Christian life. Just like there were two types of justification, there are two types of sanctification. And we're going to explain that to you next week. I hope you'll come back next week and listen as we talk more about this idea of sanctification. Thank you for listening to the Fundamental Hour.